How would you like to get a $100,000 gift just dropped right into your lap, Kinsley? Would you like that? Send in the helicopter with whatever is attached to it with 100000 bucks and drop it right in my lap. Yeah, well, you know what? That's what Ron's Lumber got. Ron's Lumber in Home Center of Howe, Oklahoma. They were the big winner of the nationwide primetime $100,000 cash giveaway. And they're going to be able to actually rework a lot of their store, make some upgrades, and um, really take that business to the next level. So what a incredible thing to win just because you attended primetime. Pretty neat, right? Show up at primetime have a life-changing event happen. And it happens all the time. You know, some of those life-changing events that happen at primetime are compounded by every primetime that you go to because you get to know people and you form relationships with them. And those relationships are typically what leads to the $100,000 store makeover in a sense. But in this case, Ron and team got it dropped in their lap and we're so happy for him. And we had a blast at primetime. What a an amazing experience virtually, of course. No, it was great. And we had a lot of people show up in the Zoom call afterwards, about 100 people to talk to us and, and ask questions. And I thought that was helpful. I always love that. I always feel like we're cheating them because we usually get more out of it than probably they do. So anyway, that was pretty cool. And I think everyone who attends a prime time with all the money that gets saved just for showing up, uh, that's enough. But if you are Ron's Lumber in Home Center of Howe, Oklahoma, then not only did you save money buying stuff, but you saved money because they dropped a $100,000 gold brick right in your lap. Woo woo. Go Ron's. Hey, and if you didn't get 100000 bucks dropped in your lap, how about this? How about $400 dropped in your lap via a Visa gift card from our friends at Podium? The promotion was so well received. They said, we're going to extend the $400 Visa gift card promotion uh, through the end of the year. So here's what's going on. If you are a Podium customer right now, let's talk to you. You're like, oh, how do I get the gift card? Here's how. You add another store. So if you add a store that, that takes Podium, you get $400 as a Visa gift card. Or if you sign up right now for Podium and Podium payments and text and the ultimate messaging platform that it is, you get that gift card. And here's the deal. Let's, let's pause and take a deep breath. What's the deal, Kinsley? Here's the deal. We all know about B-backs. I'll be back. I'm going to be back, man. Have you ever heard about the B-back corner? No. Is it a bad spot? Do you get a hat? Oh, really? No, you don't get a hat. But when you go to your sales manager and you say, hey, boss, I got a B-back, he says, I want you to go stand over there in the B-back corner. And when they come in with your money, then you can come out of the corner. Ooh, you don't want to be there. No. Because guess what? A lot of times, they ain't going to be back. Mm -hmm. And here's how, you, here's how you combat that. If somebody walks out of your store and they don't purchase and you don't have a line of communication, most of the time, they're not going to be back and you know it. So as they're walking out the door, if you have Podium and Podium payments and this messaging platform that allows you to text with people because people want to text with their friends, that's how they want to communicate. All you do is say, hey, I'm going to text you the products that you're interested in. And that way you don't even have to come back to the store. I'm going to text you to them. You can pay right there through that link and we'll get you all fixed up. So a new, innovative, cool way to combat VBACs and give people a way to pay that's super easy right on their phone, right through text. And you know why I think this is true? Because Podium has done it 28 million times, or at least that's the amount of money that they've generated from doing this with over 
2,500 mattress retailers. So it's legit. And Kinsley, what's behind your shoulder right there? That is our, our podium phone number, 843-MARCOS2. If you text us, we will concierge service this for you. We will actually get you set up with one of the fine people at Podium. And in addition to the $400 Visa gift card, you can save 10% just by being a Dos Marcos listener. Text us, 843-MARCOS2, we'll get you fixed up. $400 gift card on the line for you right now. Spell concierge. C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, concierge. Alexa, how do you spell concierge? And we Boom. got winner. Man, I, I feel as lucky as Ron's Lumber and Home Center and as a podium customer. I feel that lucky. Congratulations. Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. Okay, so Kinsley, you know something? The first thing I want to say here is, as you're listening to this, um, I want you to go, if you can, go to iTunes. Uh, go to our website, but go somewhere and um, hit the pound button or the like button for us and uh, share it with some of your friends because we love when this podcast finds its audience and there's a lot of people who don't know about Dos Marcos and if you have fun and you enjoy listening, please do share. It means a lot to us and uh, give us a review. We would love that too. So I want to start off with that and then I want to transition. Are you ready for this? Hit me you with and it. I. Here we go. You and I were on a call with the guys at Door Counts, right? So um, some of our favorite people, Brad Parker, Amber, Harloff, uh, Jerry, Murphy, all of those guys. But they brought in this new, so we're, we're on this phone call, right? And we're having this brainstorm with them and they're asking us about, you know, what would we do? How could we drive traffic for them or help them differently? And we're just having a, a great brainstorm. And then they bring this guy named Jack in. Well, Jack is a new guy. He's fresh out of college. And so Brad is so... Uh, so clever, he actually, before he let this guy, Jack, come to work for him, he says to Jack, all right, Jack, if you think you got the chops to come here, I want you to go into the room. He said, do you know who, uh, what am I thinking of, the guy on uh, Seinfeld, Kinsley? Um, Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman. Do you know anything about Jay Peterman? And of course, Jack is younger, and Jack's like, I don't know who the hell Jay Peterman is. And he's like, well, go look him up, first of all. Second of all, I want you to go back into this office and I want you to write a Jay Peterman ad for this recliner. And so off Jack goes, and this is what he came back with. You ready? And for people who don't know, should we, should we just anchor them in what Jay Peterman is? I, it's I old, think we should. I think that's a very smart thing to do. It's an old catalog and it was called the Jay Peterman catalog. And when you got it in the mail, they were selling things like clothes or, uh, cowboy dusters like those long coats that cowboys would wear and they didn't just put it in there with price and item they would put the they would put a story around every product so it would start off with something like windswept hair pushing through the saloon doors spurs dangling clanging against the hardwood floors does he need the duster on a horse you might you know so it went on like that telling a story about this person who was wearing 
this cowboy duster. And so that's what Brad was wanting Jack to do. He wanted to write an ad like that. So bring the item to life and uh, make it emotional and make the the person shopping have a little bit of fun and uh, make the item description more than just an item description. So anyway, so he sends Jack, poor Jack, he sends Jack off into the conference room and he says, I want you to write a Jay Peterman ad for this recliner. And so Jack comes back with this. Are you ready? Dramatic reading time. Here we go. You lean back, silence your phone and you reach for the tub of popcorn. Do we miss the previews, you ask? There's no previews on Netflix, he responds. When you sit in this recliner with solid foam armrest, sculpted bucket seating, and pillow top headrest, you'll forget you never left the house. Yeah. Not bad, right, ja right, Jack? So guess what? Jack got uh, turned down and exited the property right after he read that. No. Uh, Brad uh, loved it and hired the guy. So we got to talk to him on the call, but I thought that was a cool way to put someone through an interview. Yeah. What a great exercise and fantastic job by Jack. You know, the Jay Peterman thing of introducing where you think you are because of how, how involved you are with experiencing that product and what it makes you feel. It's a great lesson. You should look up some old Jay Peterman ads and get some inspiration for the products you sell. For sure. You know, what I, you know what I like about it? And it kind of takes us into where our, our show is going to go today, Kinsley. And it's just, Brad, Brad is the kind of guy, Brad Parker with Door Counts is the kind of guy that really understands the soft side of business, at least our experience with him. He understands people. Uh, he understands what it means to listen, take time with people, give them your attention and developing talent. Because here's Jack, this young guy who's in with the CEO of this company and getting his attention and, you know, Brad could have easily just put him through a normal interview, but, you know, put a creative spin on it. And so I just love that. And, and so Brad's just the kind of guy that's grateful for the people around him. He's grateful for his life. He's grateful for his business. We have a great time every time we're on with their entire team. And the cool thing is with people like Brad, it's not just Brad, it's, you, you typically find that it's the culture that they create. So anyway, we are grateful for those guys. There's no doubt. And, there's a lot to talk about here because we're going to talk about being grateful, Kinsley, because Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Well, and as we think about being grateful and the fact that this year is going to be very different for a lot of people, it's going to be sad for a lot of people. Already in our family, we're not going to be together. And I know that some people are going to try and try and push forward and be together. And there's a lot of very difficult decisions that folks are making. Um, in terms of throttling back and hunkering down, you know, the, the environment is worse than it's been, you know, in terms of COVID. And so this year, it, it's going to be something where maybe we have to dig a little bit deeper to find that which we're thankful for. But I, I still think there's plenty to be thankful for. And it reminded me um, of something I read in this book called 11 Rings by Phil Jackson. Nice. So Phil Jackson was the coach the Chicago Bulls during the dynasty years and later the Lakers and he's won 11 rings and two of those were from his time as a player from his time as a player on the Knicks but in the book he he talks about actually a piece that John Paxson wrote of course John Paxson outside shooter for the Bulls uh, but Paxson wrote this for the Harvard Business Review and he he was talking about these parables of leadership published by W. Chan Kim 
and Renee Moborn. Okay. And so they had a series of these ancient parables that talked about the unseen space of leadership. So when you're a leader, there's a lot that's seen and there's a lot that's unseen. And so the story went that a Chinese master um, gave his, his to-be ruler, the father gave the son, um, time, time away. And he said, spend a year in the forest alone. So when the prince returned, the master asked him to describe what he heard. And he replied, I could hear the cuckoos sing, the leaves rustle, the hummingbirds hum, the crickets chirp, the grass blow, the bees buzz, and the wind whisper and holler. After the prince finished, the master told him to return to the forest to listen for what could not be heard. Listen for more that could be heard. So the prince went back and sat alone in the forest for several days and nights, wondering what the master was talking about. Then one morning, he started to hear faint sounds that he had never heard before. Upon his return, the prince told the master, when I listened most closely, I could hear the unheard, the sound of flowers opening, the sound of the sun warming, and the sound of grass drinking the morning dew. The master nodded. To hear the unheard is a necessary discipline to be a good ruler. For only when a ruler has learned to listen closely to the people's hearts, hearing their feelings uncommunicated, pains unexpressed, and complaints not spoken of, can he hope to inspire confidence in the people, understand when something is wrong, and meet the true needs of his citizens? Wow. In a time when we're separated, when leaders are not able to be there with people, when family members aren't able to be there with the ones who need their warmth, to hear the unheard, I think, is a new skill. And we're having to figure out how to exercise this new skill and this new talent through distance, virtually. No doubt. Um, it is going to require, I think, more effort to really be paying attention to that stuff. And, you know, I think the, the given the time that we're in, what, where, where your short read there took me was, you know, the realization that we all need to be making more of an effort in being intentional about the people around us, because we just don't know what they're going through. And I think it's been a rough year. You know, I'm trying not to complain about, you know, the things that are going on with me, because I know that there's so many people out there that are dealing with much worse things. And so I think it's everyone's job to be paying attention so that we can listen carefully and be able to be a light to them if they need light. Uh, be a warm place for them if they need warmth and um, understand that, you know, even when people are short tempered during the holidays and, you know, they're, they're cutting in front of you in a line at a store or whatever those things might be, try to have a little more compassion this year 
as we go through the holiday because we really don't know what people are dealing with. And because it's been such a shit show in 2020, uh, I think a lot of people are probably really struggling. So I love that you read that. And I think it's a good reminder for everyone um, to really be paying attention. Yeah, and it's, there's so much noise in the world. There's, there are so many obvious things to which we could direct our attention. There's been political stuff. There's been business stuff. There's been coronavirus. There's been economic changes. Um, I'm sure in our own lives, there's plenty of noise with kids going back to school and then not going back to school and quarantining and on and on it goes. There are so many obvious things that are grabbing our attention. And in the parable, it reminds me that how do we sit and listen for the grass to drink the dew? How do we listen to the uncommunicated pains that are out there, not the ones that are obvious? And people often suffer in silence. And so I would just encourage everyone, make the tough phone call this holiday season. Make the tough phone call to the person that you care about but you hesitate to call because of the emotional energy it takes to touch base with that person, pick up the phone and call them. I, I made one of those tough phone calls recently and I'm so happy I did. And I need to make more, I need to make more. I think a lot of times with, especially with old friends, we feel like we need to make this giant time investment if we call them. And sometimes it's the little touch bases that matter the most, especially right now, because you don't know what somebody's going through. If you're lucky enough to be with family and friends this holiday season, and you know, I'm lucky enough to be with a, a very, very small group of family members, there are people who won't be with loved ones. And there are people who are going to be at a dinner table, and one of the chairs is going to be empty. Speaking of, um, it's a perfect segue because the... So I'm not going to go see my family in Houston. We canceled that because my dad's 80 and um, so at risk. And we just want to be smart about that. So we're staying here. And I'm lucky because I have my immediate family, my wife, Bridget, and Nick and Gabby, my kids. But, you know, the, 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 the obvious, Kinsley, when we go into Thanksgiving is to give thanks for what we have and the good things in our life and the positive things that are going on and being grateful is such an indicator of happiness. So people that are happy um, typically have a strong practice of waking up every day and starting it off, I know I do, just re rifling off a list of things that I'm so grateful that are in my life and, and things that are going on. However, the other side of that, not so intuitive, is to be grateful for the problems to be grateful for your valleys, to be grateful for your pain, to be grateful for the crappy stuff that goes on in your life, because even there is something good. Um, and it's hard sometimes to understand what that is. Most of the time it's made clear much later, sometimes fairly shortly after the event, but a lot of times it's years later. Uh, my mom died in May and my uncle died three weeks ago. And so it's been really difficult on my family. But for me, and I've never had to process that before, that kind of grief, but the, the way that I did it 
was to not be sad about them being out of my life and being gone. But instead to reflect on how grateful I was and to remember all the great things that happened when they were here. So how did they serve me? What contribution did they make to my life? And, you know, what impact did it have on me? And, and then other people, because the ripple effect from that is always true. So anyway, I just, what are your thoughts about that? I, I think it's important to understand that there are things that we need to take away in a positive sense, even when things are difficult. Yeah, I think the balance that's healthy is when you have emotions, they're going to come in waves, be with them. They're there for a reason. There's, there's a, we've evolved all of these, however many years human beings have been around and we still have these emotions and we need to be with them when they come in waves and experience them because that's, that's what makes us hum, human being in so many ways. And then like you said, okay, I had that time. Now, what am I grateful for out of this? And that's, that's such a healthy response um, as opposed to letting your emotions continue to the point where it's unhealthy. You know what I mean? But when they come in waves, I'm like, be with those emotions right then. Don't ignore them and kick the can down the road and, until they come back in an unhealthy way. And so this holiday season, I think there's going to be a lot of emotions. I think there are going to be a lot of emotions that are tough to process and we're going to want to ignore. And, um, but man, it's okay to be mad. But like you said, be mad and then get to the other side of it and redirect that into a positive place and say, these are the challenges that I'm up against. These are the challenges I'm up against. Good. How does this allow me to grow? I mean, there, there's a guy, I think his name is Jocko Willink. And he, he talks about when facing adversity, um, he was a Navy SEAL, very tough guy, just simply saying, good. Oh, I have to do 100 pushups? Good. I'm going to be stronger than the other guys at the end of this, even though I messed up. The enemy's got us pinned down? Good. How creative can we get? This is going to allow us to be more creative than we've ever been in our entire lives. There's a movie um, called Young Guns. It was back in the 80s, 90s. Emilio Estevez. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland, those guys. Yeah, these guys are they're kind of pinned down. They're out in the country. They've got their horses, and they're trying to figure out whether they should go west or south, I think. And you see that one of the guys says, let's go south. And he goes, that's, that's one of the toughest places we could go. It's going to be the ultimate test, boys. Let's do it. So even, even if you're pointing in the wrong direction, just saying good and training yourself, and that's a skill. Not unlike in a, in a lot of ways, sleeping well is a skill. When things hit the shitter and you're able to reframe it and say good, and it's not something you're pretending to do, but you genuinely adjusted to that and you're like, let's rock. It's, free, it's freeing. It is freeing. And by the way, in your example of the young guns, you do realize they tripped on psychedelic mushrooms to actually figure out which direction to go in that scene. We're in the spirit world, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit world. Why aren't they shooting at us, Chavez? We're in the spirit world, asshole. They can't see us. <laughs> that is such a good movie and that scene I loved. But yeah, man, no doubt. Um, and it is, it is really, I don't know, uh, the, 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 the people who 
are able to persevere in business or in life are the ones that attack the problems that way. They look for the positive and the negative. And, you know, the, people feel like those are platitudes or cliches, but they're really not. It's a mentality um, and it's, it's something you have to choose. You really do have to choose that and, and be um, committed to that kind of life and that kind of thinking. And, you know, just a thought too, we're lucky, man. People don't, like, they, 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 they ask us sometimes about our friendship or relationship. And you and I are really lucky because we have a very strong personal friendship outside of the stuff we do in the business side. But, and so we're able to talk to one another about, you know, anything that comes up or trouble that we're having, or, you know, if we're struggling with something, we, we're, we're there for each other a lot when it comes to that kind of conversation. And so I think that's important. And just a reminder, you know, sharing, it's something you, you have beat into my head um, for a long time. And it's people connect with you during your times of vulnerability through your pain and through your failure. Uh, they're not connecting to you as much in other ways. But when you expose yourself, you show your vulnerability, you have those conversations with friends, it does deepen a connection with you and that other human. And so don't ever feel like, not that, not that people listening to this do, but I, I know that there are some, don't ever feel like that's a weakness. Don't ever feel like um, you're burdening someone because we all have to depend on each other. And so um, don't bury it like you said, Kinsley, don't bury that stuff. It's really important to get it out. It's healthy and uh, feel what you're feeling and know that there, there, you know, there are moments in time, there are seasons, um, and this one's going to pass too. It's been a very difficult year, but you know, whatever we're struggling with, um, we're going to move past it. It's not permanent, and uh, we're going to get to a better place. It's so true. People connect with your vulnerabilities, not your victories. And if you don't have somebody you can talk to, cultivate that relationship because I'm telling you, you know, whether you think you can sit in a corner and come up with the answers on your own or if you should write it down in a journal and that's going to fix everything there is magic to venting i mean just getting it off your chest man I, I and i say that as somebody who that's not my natural way but sometimes like you said i'll call you up and i'm like man i'm so pissed right now and like i just got to get this off my chest and when i do i always feel better because that's, that's the junk. Those are the emotions that build up inside of me and I know manifest themselves in not good ways. So if in the moment I'm able to get it off my chest, I used to think that was just bitching. I was like, I don't want to bitch about stuff. But now I'm like, man, that's, that's maintenance. That's maintenance for your life and your emotional health. And it helps us have deepen our connection and our friendship. You, it, it, it's funny when, when you do bitch. As a matter of fact, I was bitching to my wife this morning through text just about something that happened and it's so funny isn't it that when you do get that off your chest it's almost an immediate relief and release isn't it i mean it, yeah it almost is like it's almost before you get done saying the last sentence it's almost like in your head you're like okay that's better and sorry thanks for listening i'm better now right <laughs> yeah okay so here's what we're recommending let me just put it in context <laughs> this is very much like seinfeld and festivus we put up the festivus poll and now it's time it's for the airing of grievances the oh. airing of grievances happens now <laughs> followed by the feats of strength followed by feats of strength yeah. naturally <laughs>
So this holiday season, make sure you put up your Festivus, Paul. You air your grievances. And hopefully people have a co-host in their life that they can talk to like we do because it's awesome. Amen to that, brother. I'm and, thankful uh, for you, man. I'm really thankful for you. I love you. You're, you're the dearest to me. Man, I love you too. And um, I'm grateful to you for so many things. Um, and, you know, we have that book coming out this year. And, you know, one of the things that I hope happens, Kinsley, is that the, the book um, makes its way to, to the right audience. That's literally a prayer I say every day because I think there's so many good things in it. And I think it's exactly what some people are going to need because there's a lot of positive things in there. There's a lot of really good stories in there that will make them feel good. Um, it's a book that will give them hope. It's a book that will excite them. It's a book that will get them focused on 2021 and not the craziness of the place that we're in. And even though some people have had their business like going crazy good over the last three or four months, um, you know, we've got to be thinking about what comes next. And, and, I, and I know that it's going to be that. So I'm, I'm grateful for the chance to get to write that with you and put it out there for people. And um, I think I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for this audience, too. Um, I know you and I talk about that a lot, but, you know, we get to do what we get to do because there's people who actually listen to the show. And so I just want to reiterate, and we'll probably say it again at Christmas, so not to get too mushy, but uh, if you're listening to this on the treadmill or on a drive on the way home, uh, you guys really don't realize how grateful we are for our connection to you and for the fact that you pay attention to what we do. So this is a, this is a, this is a bonfire. I mean, it really is. I've realized that. It's a bonfire and we're all gathered around it. And that's why we love when you tell us your stories. Because in a, when you gather around the bonfire at night, maybe somebody's got the bongos and the guitar. You know, maybe back before COVID, we'd pass a bottle of whiskey around. Who knows? <laughs> Drink a few beers. But we're, we're there because it's a place of warmth. And it's a place of connection and community and fun. We're telling each other stories. We're sharing ideas. And when we walk away from the bonfire, we want to be better off than we were before. And so please do, you know, give us your feedback. We can't wait to hear what, what you think about the book. If you want to get signed up for it, it's at dosmarcos.co. We couldn't afford the M, so dosmarcos.co. Um, or you can, always you can always text us at 843-MARCOS2. 843-MARCOS2. If, if you're watching on video, it's up behind me on the board. And we'll, we'll send you the link or we'll answer your questions or you could share your stories with us. We love hearing from you and, and uh, I hope we can make it the best holiday season we possibly can under these circumstances. We're cheering for you. We're praying for you. And we love this, this community. We do. Um, everybody have a blast. Um, stay off your phones. Just a reminder. Um, and uh, be in the moment. And eat too much, drink too much safely. Uber is just a app, uh, app ride away. And stay away from politics with your family. You're not going to convince anyone that you're right. Just let it go. <laughs> most of all, have a blast, play some board games, and uh, just know that uh, we're grateful for you and uh, have a great um, Thanksgiving holiday. 
you can bounce on it. Oh, oh. Yeah, bounce with it, bounce with it. Oh. Bounce with it, bounce with it. Alright. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, I'm hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool as ice and I'm hot like like a heater bounce by the ounce now, now we, we got, got it by the leader well you take a spring and you wrap it up right you can sleep so smooth or bounce all night yeah. put two together get a whole lot more get the feel of the comfort core you can bounce on it lay back you don't have to practice it's the best thing to happen to your mattress yeah. get together to do it like i did everybody get Somebody to get in your vicinity You probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity Foam alone? Out of five, maybe one star Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar Mad back support The best way to shack up Or just get rest that won't mess your back up Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist Throw a mullet party in the back of the business Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus The ultimate hybrid Nothing short of cheap Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We got the type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. Yeah.